Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. I'm Dory, just Dory. And today we have a guest sitting in with us. Here is Brendan. Hi. Uh, we are enjoying the Singapore sling today at the lounge. Uh, Brendan's not. He's a little underage, and we have some rules to follow. Yep. But first, we have to talk about whatever it is we have to talk about. No, what we have to talk about first and foremost, and we've been holding off, what? Weird Al. <gasps> I forgot about that. Oh, that we haven't done that. No. Okay, so, well, you want to... You were there first. Okay, so first. Weird Al was in Portland at the Portland uh, Zoo, uh, the Washington Park Zoo, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a lovely outdoor environment in the rain, and the, it was getting... It was it was looking looking a little dicey there, but then the Lord smiled upon Al, and we ended up with hey, don't a, get churchy, a sunny, don't get churchy. Hey, I can't help. I, I feel moved by the man. Oh well, that's true. And, I do too, but it's not a churchy way. Well, you know, a little pantsy way. Come on. So oh, we were there <laughs> Friday. Buckle no, up, Brendan. <laughs> getting in there. We were in there Saturday evening, afternoonish. And Dory came to the Sunday night, which was uh, the weekend of Labor Day. Yes. And not knowing fully what to expect, I've heard good things. And, of course, I've been an Al fan since a, since a young lad. Yes. But it's always – tell me, you know, you're you're a little more immersed in nerd culture than me. <laughs> Has it ever been like a, a – Take that with a compliment. Kind of. Well, of course it is. Uh, a bit of a guilty pleasure, the kind of thing that maybe in mixed Weird company. Al? Yeah, you're kind of like, yeah. I oh, never yeah, felt I, guilty. I like, the, I, I, like, I love the Al. Well, okay, here's but, the balls yeah. I have. Go on. Okay. Remember uh, we – Right there. There right, they are. There they are. Boom, boom. Um, Electric Gary and I do shows together, um, and those are regular plays. There are no donkeys involved. Okay, I want that very clear. Anyway, well, there was that one. Um, we were warming up for Robin Hood last year mm. in the Circle O warmups. I said brazenly, "I think Weird Al is cute," and all the girls were like, eh. "I'm like, I don't give a shit what they say. I think he's cute." Oh, shell yeah, ah, it's cute. You know, he's my age. Yeah. Okay, so you know, he's not like 14. Well, but no, he's a he's a he's a damn fine good looking man. I was just talking about the the parody thing, you know, the comedy thing. The, yeah. it, maybe maybe with real artists or something like that. But you know, I never ran into it. The guy, he is a fucking hell of an entertainer. He is, and he's bright. Yes, he is not a dumb shit. No. He's very bright. He's articulate. He's very sweet. Um, and, and yeah, he puts on a show. I so mean, a show show. You got to actually meet the man. Tell yeah, us about that. that was super fucking cool. Okay, so first of all, it was I got. I just, I w- you know, blew the Wadsky and went, I'm going to get the VIP. I'm going to get the VIP pack. Just yeah. because. I figured, when is Weird Al going to come back to Portland again? So, you know, I got the VIP pack, whatever. So you get to go there and you get to fart around at the zoo all day, right? But I started off, of course, with a glass of wine. Because you go right to the Cascades. Well, it was 9 a.m. after all. It was 9 a.m. So you, yeah. you start there. Actually, it's 11. Okay. Cut me some two, two hours. I had a glass of wine at the Cascades Grill and then did the zoo. Walked all over the place. Got some great films and whatnot. And then at 4 o'clock was the uh, pre-party at the Cascades Grill downstairs. So we got to go in there, and there was a, a DJ who was, like, singing owl songs and doing playing games and had three more glasses of wine because that's important. How many people? I don't even know. At the pre-party, I don't know. It wasn't, like, packed or anything, so yeah. it was actually rather pleasant. Good. They had, like, tables set up and cool lights, and they had this big display of, like, it was like the Weird Al Museum. It like when we pictures when he was a kid oh, and nice. like college and all this other stuff. And they had like a video going, and it was really fun. And people like all of us bonded together. It was kind of big, huge nerd fest, basically. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then we. And you're, you're there at what time? From four to six thirty, was the pre party. That's a good one. That's a good time. Well, that's three three glasses of wine worth right yeah. there. Um, where, where was the wine gratis? 
No, it was not. Uh, but the food, we had some snacks. Okay. Some snacks. Good time. Good times. Um, met some nice folks. And then I migrated up to the theater. You know, yeah. where the lawn is. And I didn't realize, I, you know, I remember having, like, close seats. I remember vaguely, because I bought the tickets like, months ago. Yeah. You know? I'm going to burp. <clears throat> there you go. Okay. And um, I sat, ended up sitting in the front row. Front row. Center chair lined up with his microphone. No fucking way. Eat that. Wow. Eat on that for a minute. Okay, so I was like... Now, granted, there was a cement piece in between where people could dance and whatnot, but I didn't want to be that close. That'd be like nostril vision. So it was perfect amount of space. Uh And I couldn't believe it. I was sitting that close and just right there. That's amazing. Right there. Like Al sweat on me kind of thing. Um, And then (laughs) um, after the... The the show. It is a show. Oh, yeah. He has a costume for every, every piece. Oh yeah, okay, and in between every- he's got interstitial videos and yes. just brilliant. Yes. Even the the so you're sitting back. Oh, we were way the fuck back on the lawn, but mm-hmm. there's a huge projection screen over the stage, and he's projecting the image of him in like a uh, uh, dictator esque uh, military garb. That's a mandatory tour, right? Uh, right. Yeah, mandatory album, fun whatever, tour yeah. uh, with the with like the sunbeams kind of <laughs> spinning around behind him and in uh, very Mao. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and. and you're you're watching that the whole time, and then at some point, once the show begins, he's nowhere on stage. He's nowhere to be found. But that that the video from uh, what appears to be the video for Tacky starts up. It's at the zoo. They filmed it at the zoo. Exactly. That's right. the brilliance of it because you don't realize at first what's going on. You're thinking yep. you're just seeing. Okay. See, I had a security guard tell me. Oh. Because I'm one of those people that goes up like an hour or two before a concert uh-huh. and gets friendly with a security guard. Not that friendly. Watch it. Come on now. Not that friendly. Maybe next time. But, yeah. <laughs> but he was telling me, he goes, yeah, he's going to come up this right side. So if you want to get good pictures, oh, stand on the side. And I didn't because I figured I'm front row center. Why would I? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he said, yeah, he's going to come right up the you side. You got a DNA sample. Coming. I did. He coming right up the side, going to go right in the front, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. And it was just so cool to see it because he was right by where I was earlier. So the actual video for Tacky, those who haven't seen it, is filmed all in one fluid shot. And it's several people, known comics. Comedians, in, yeah. In uh, very tacky clothing. That it, lip syncing. It, yeah, lip syncing to yeah. his music. And, and going through a building and down an elevator and out and everything else. Uh, so... The his entrance is very reminiscent of that because Mm -hmm. it starts with him with the camera panning back and and him singing as he's moving forward. Uh, They they close off the entrance to the crowd at about six thirty so that people aren't along his route for the most part. Yeah, and of course everything about his show is exactly choreographed. It's fucking precise as shit. He knows where to start. Where to? I mean, to to time the video perfectly. Uh There was a guy. I don't know if. He, I don't think he was planted because it was just happened to be a, a passerby was like, oh, my God, it's Al. As he's walking by, Al grabs the guy's face and pushes him off. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. That, that, happened, happened, in, that I, happened in our show. I can't remember. So he makes his way through a catacomb of, of tunnels and things like that at the zoo, yeah. knowing exactly where to start so that it times out that he ends up on stage uh-huh. at just the right time. Uh-huh. Then he goes into uh, Lame Claim to Fame, which tangent, what's your Lame Claim to Fame? <gasps> well, meeting weird. Well, uh, oh, oh God, I, oh, 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 I peed next to Julie Andrews. I peed next to Julie Andrews. <laughs> was she aware, were you in a bathroom? That's the we, first yes, question. Yes, indeed, we were in a bathroom. Okay. That's... We were in a bathroom. And when did this happen and this where? This happened about again, 25 years ago-ish, when that really kind of bad movie came out um, with Bruce Willis and, 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 oh, what the hell's her name? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was about a bad date or something. Oh, Blind Date. 
Is that what it's called? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Kim Basinger. Yeah. Uh, She's allergic to alcohol. She yeah. has a drink and she destroys his life. And Julie Andrews' husband. Mr. Julie Andrews. No, what's his name? You're killing Blake me. Blake Edwards. Thank you. God damn. Holy shit, I didn't even know that. I've only had like one half of Singapore <laughs> This drink is making me smarter. Swing. I know, it's making me lose my mind. Um, yeah, so anyway, a friend of mine was a manager at the UA Cinema in San Diego at Horton Plaza. And he said, look, we're having a preview for this movie. I'll get you some passes. We'll get on in there, you know. Yeah. And we go in there, and somebody said the word Julie Andrews. Kathleen and I, my and friend Kathleen and I, were like, <gasps> Julie Andrews. So we like ran up to the lobby, trying to be all like, do, 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 do. And she was eating popcorn. Like, like you can't see this at home, folks, but our listener, well, she's holding the popcorn thing, literally one like kernel a at a time. pig. No, one, oh. no, one kernel at a time. Damn it. I was Total lady, right? Just face so, down. Wrong, wrong. Yeah, I was hugging, hugging. No, one lady, one at a time. Totally cool. And we saw her go in the bathroom. We're like, right. So we just went in the bathroom. We just kind of, in the next stall. I mean, it was not, you just had to do it. You just had to follow her. <laughs> I was a peace stalker for a yep. brief moment. So what's your lame claim to fame? Uh, well, that was reminding me of uh, another tangent. Um, uh, <laughs> Priscilla. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yes! Where, where the guy says that the uh, woman from ABBA left him a left him a present. <laughs> the same kind of situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, mine, I well, it started out that it turns out it was Mrs. Electric's claim to fame because uh. she got hit on by Oscar De La Hoya when she was 19. What? Yeah, or, no, she was 17. She was underage. So it was kind of like, hey, better. baby, how old are you? And it was in an airplane, and when she was 17, he wisely turned and looked the other way for a while. Uh, my lame claim to fame was I was uh, working at the Les Schwab, which for those who are not in the Northwest here, uh, it's a uh, large... our listener. Yes, the R1 R- <laughs> listener in, in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> we have a tire uh, vendor here in the Northwest. It's uh, part of the, the society and, and culture here, if that tells you anything. And I worked for them for a number of years, and we were in uh, Seattle, where we were living at the time, and I got to have Sir Mix-a-Lot's producer... Ooh. fellow named Steve he used to come in we do tire work for yeah. him well Steve wound up this was I think hard financial times for Mix-a-Lot <laughs> which I'm sure have passed <laughs> but, uh, he Steve had wound up with Mix-a-Lot's Viper oh, of course red Dodge Viper license plate XS Torque which hmm. he he, he had talked about getting rid of the license plate because he didn't want to be so flashy but he did he was considering having the wheels gold plated <laughs> <laughs> So at any rate, this Humble. Viper sat in our shop in our tire store for weeks while right. we had the, we sent the wheels out to be chrome plated. We talked him out of gold because gold would be gaudy. So when we got it back together, the manager threw me the keys and said, "Hey, don't tell, don't say I never did nothing for you and <gasps> let me take it for a, tri- a drive." What? So I got to drive Sir Mixalot's Viper. I, I nice. went. It was in the morning. I went to, to the apartment we were living in at the time. I, I rousted Carly out of bed. I'm like, "Let's go." <laughs> so take her get her in the car yeah. took her for a drive real fast and it is weird driving one of those cars especially it was like a 92 okay they've got are they funky shaped or something they're funky yes, shaped they look like big shoes big shoes and okay. the rear tires are 315 millimeters wide that's that's like a drag racer exactly tires. Okay. so you can you can barely steer the thing until you get on it and then it pulls down and you get okay yeah you get okay. into it there was something that I, I almost overheated the car. <laughs> we're out driving it around, and it's got side pipes, which are were notorious for burning the shit out of yourself when you get out of the car. And 
we take take it for a drive and look, and then I get back to the shop and I'm like, and it's just like around the block pretty much. Right. And I look, and the thing's pegged on high. <laughs> just around the block? Yeah, I don't know what the problem was with it. So how do you? Would you just like blow that? Shut off it off quick. <laughs> Run. Yeah, but it sat in the in the shop for weeks, and I used to just sit and eat my lunch in it and be like, eh, <laughs> that is kind of pathetic. It was kind of yeah. <laughs> So that's a, probably my closest well, claim to fame. I've had some this late. I've had a lot of them. Yeah, but really. Yeah. Because when I grew up in San Diego, it was fairly you know there's stuff going on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Graham Chapman, John Cleese, inventor of chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Monty Python, dude. Um, oh, I got right. trapped in a chapstick. room Sorry. with uh, Jonathan Frakes. Trapped. trapped. Well, not trapped. It was you trapped him. <laughs> well. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it was... Truth um, be told. Yeah, truth be told. No, it was a Star Trek convention. You've heard of Louis C.K. and that thing he's into, right? Ge- what? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you the freak story. Anyway, Hang yeah, on you to keep, the CK keep, thing. keep going. Um, okay, now I'm just kind of grossed out and don't even know what it is. No, nah, yeah, it is kind of gross. Oh, God. So, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll just move on. The listener knows. Oh, yeah, the listener knows. Um, I was at a Star Trek convention, like the big, fucking huge one in Pasadena. And like you do... The mothership. Like you, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Thousands of people. Were you, were you wearing the ears? Or? I was not wearing anything of that sort. Wow. I was wearing clothing. Oh, okay. okay. Ease well, up. You no leave an impression. Were you green? I was not green. I was not <laughs> yeah, green. Yeah. Let's be that girl. Yeah, let's be that girl, right? <laughs> I was younger and thinner, so it cut me some slack on that. But here's the thing. Uh, we went upstairs. Kathy and I went upstairs because they had like a um, museum for like Star Wars props, Star Trek props, like uh, really old ones, Battlestar Galactica. Quick, ta- quick tangent. I wanted nothing more as a kid than a communicator. And now I have a flip phone for work. There you go. Yeah, there it, it, there it is. Anyway, move See, on. it's all coming. It's all coming to fruition. Um, anyway, yeah. So we're upstairs in this museum, and then we hear this like ruckus outside I the love door. A ruckus. It's, the, the room's smaller. Obviously, it's not like a giant room. It's just like a museum room. And it's not, not like Hall H. Hall H. That's uh, where Kevin Smith always does his talks. So oh Hall no, it's H much smaller. Much smaller than Hall H. And anyway, so we're in there. San we Diego like, Comic Con. Ruckusy thing, and I see the big fuzzy mic. You know, the big boom mic mm-hmm. up in the air. I'm like, what the hell? And we look over. Go there. And all I saw, him coming in the door with, like, some people around him. Jesus? And these, no, not Jesus, Jonathan Frakes, and these gorgeous, piercing blue eyes. The dog is coming trying to molest Electric Gary. There you go. Just gorgeous blue eyes, piercing blue eyes. I was like, oh. And then he had, they had to close They're the door. Fake. They had to close the door because it was getting too mad. Like, too many people trying to come into the small room. So Kathleen and I well, are. that's Riker. Yeah, that's Riker. Okay, okay. Riker, I'm with you. Blue I'm with you. And yeah, yeah. so there's other people in there, and Kathleen and I are just like, oh Tangent, God, uh, dark hair and blue eyes, yeah. man or woman, fucking crazy hot. Fucking crazy hot. Yeah, that's also, also, a rare thing. Also, black hair, green eyes. Who has that? Plus, Except somebody who's really hot star. somewhere. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing. It, you know, the blonde hair, blue eye, yeah, well, you, you, you're, you're getting blue eyes. It's not yeah. working. Yeah, you're getting well, but Wait a minute. Black eyes, green hair. What? Let's go there. There you go. Black eyes, green hair. Okay. Move so on. we went way off the Al. We gotta go back, circle back to Al real quick. Al, right? We circle back to Al. Yeah. So we we're at the show. <laughs> we go to Paris, France. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> an homage to Steve Martin there, just briefly. Yes. Um. Anyway, bleh, I saw the show it was really uh, fun, cool. And then afterwards, um. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let's not get to afterwards until oh. we talk about the finale. The the crimping. The what? I have to tell you about that. The crimping. Crimping. It's a, it's a, it's a, anyway, you tell, you say your thing and well, I'll fill, I'll fill in the blanks as it were. So the, uh, oh, what's the word? Boy, this Shoe thing horn? is hitting me. Banana pants. Uh, Penny, when, Penny. when everybody claps and then you stop applause? the show and then you come oh, back. Encore? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. 
I'm forgetting English. We have to have somebody who's under 21 to be able to reset our, our synapses for It's really for the only reason he's here. Yeah. So <laughs> he's the, the encore took a long time, and it was like really close to seeming like they weren't going to do one. Because oh, really? they, they had co- a costume change to do oh, and things yeah, like yeah. that. And I'm just like, keep going, keep going. People are starting to get up and mm-hmm. kind of be, okay, well, it was a good show and all, but I guess we'll go now. And I'm thinking, no, 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 keep it up, people. Let's go. Keep it up. And then the blue LEDs came on and just <laughs> one at a time. And I go, oh, here it is. And the smoke and everything else. And then what looked like Al, which I don't think it was, was up there directing like this side cheer, that side cheer, this side no, cheer. No, that, uh, that was his. Uh, his drummer or somebody. No, it wasn't Bermuda Schwartz. It was um, the bass player, or the, the bassist, or the guitarist. One of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. Oh no, maybe it was Bermuda Schwartz. Yeah. I can't remember. One of the other. I couldn't. I can't. But remember. anyway, yeah, well, you were way the hell up there where you could actually see detail. We're just yeah, going. There's a human form. Yeah. <laughs> it might be Al, and and then, oh my God, they they come out in stormtroopers. Yes. And and Darth Vader. And Darth Vader, the brilliance of his calling back his early material mm-hmm. and making it new again, mm-hmm. doing the acoustic Eric Clapton version mm-hmm. of Lost on Jeopardy and uh, uh, Like unplugged, a Surgeon. Unplugged. Unplugged. You know? And then to do Yoda. I mean, the whole crowd was singing Yoda all yeah, at once. Yeah, yeah. And again, his new stuff has such great fidelity, such great mm-hmm. sound. I, I, I love listening to it more on good stereo equipment right. now than his early stuff. It's very simplistic. Even played... I love Rocky Road as yes. part of his new show, and it was just everything was just perfect. Did not do my Bologna. No, I was but, kind of bummed out about that. And That's the first song he ever did, if I remember correctly, that made it to Doctor Demento. Yes. If I remember, I could be wrong. I think it is. Um, but yeah, my Bologna I was like, oh, I love this guy. And, and, but but to be able to bring that stuff around, make it new again, mm-hmm. make it interesting and mm-hmm. fun, and and still tap into that early Al zeitgeist that mm-hmm. he had going on then. Hey, your uncle just used the word zeitgeist. I don't want you to panic. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I just felt, I felt really small. Did you feel really yeah, small just like, oh. then? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, a, shrinking, it's a shrinking fella. experience. You don't know what? Well, I, I know who he is. Get out of the podcast. Okay, that's it. You're out. Uh. <laughs> it's the reason we didn't I'm give you a headset. Huge fan. <laughs> exactly. Fucker. Well, I'm you're missing out. I love you. Because, um. <laughs> but when in the midst of Yoda, they start going off on the African, what some of the, now you know you have insight. To okay, that. that's that's crimping. Okay, because I was I, I got to go to the I got to go to the part where I meet him though because it's going to make sense when I explain this. Okay, jump um, around, jump up, jump the, up, and get down. Yeah, I will. That would take time though. We don't have that much kind of time. So much kind of time. Can I have another Singapore yeah, thing, please? More slingshot for yeah, you. Yeah, I can't wait till the second recording. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get a couple more. Anyway, Move um. On. So anyway, everybody's evacuated from the premises pretty much, except for the VIPs. And I was a um, what they call me VIP czar. You, they parti- had v- you in particular? Well, no, they had VIPs. Then uh-huh. they had VIP czars. I was a czar, motherfucker. And I was got, a czar. You stood over the VIPs and I was over the. We made had them the czars were over the VIPs. Um, but anyway, so they cleared everybody out, and we had to stay put. We had to wear these um, these silken Jewish patches. stars. Yeah. <laughs> Do we, are, we go right to Auschwitz every episode? Why? Anyway. Or as a friend of ours said, Meowschwitz. Yeah, Meowschwitz. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Anyway, so we're waiting there, and I didn't pee the whole concert. Now keep in mind, I had That's three glasses of wine, right? Brewing in my urethra, in your okay, in your lowers. Yes, in my lowers, and um, so I'm like, oh, come on, because I really want to meet him, but I don't want to pee on him, right? Because that would maybe be weird. Or, yeah. But then again, maybe you don't we not. don't know. Yeah, you don't want to pee on. Haven't tried it. Um. 
Could be so that. the guy, intelligently enough, the guy who was kind of wrangling us, uh, he said, who has to go to the bathroom? I'm like, I love you. I mean, my hand went right in the air. I'm like, I have got to go. I'm old. Let me in. I got to go pee. So he rounded up all us. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> he rounded us all up and took us to the bathroom, which was near. Julie Andrews is in the Julie Andrews is eating popcorn in the stall next Um Anyway, so we got in there, and it was near where we were going to meet him anyway. Ah. So it turned out to be fortuitous to have to pee because I got second in line to meet him, right? So we okay. peed, and we came out, we stood in line. I'm like, oh, I'm number two to meet him. You just went number one, now you're number two. I what is you? So anyway, um, we're waiting, blah, blah, blah. And we go in there, and all the stormtroopers are in there, and Darth Vader. And as we're walking in the door, the stormtroopers are, are showing us way to go in. And he goes, move along. Move along. I'm like, you're cool. And he was given one of the stormtroopers was giving shit to people standing in front of me. And I look at him, I go, were you just busting a move on stage like 20 minutes ago? He goes, no, that, yeah, that was me. <laughs> so really, they were really fun. They're a group out of Portland, actually. They do charities. Oh. Um, they have these groups all over the nation, Tangent, that um, dress up as stormtroopers and stuff. And they go and they go to the hospitals for kids and they do a bunch of charities. And it's really cool. And they have a group in, in Round Portland. Round up rebels. Yeah. <laughs> Move along. Um, and it was really nice to have them there. And they were all, a lot of them were lined up in the back with Darth Vader right behind where we were going to meet Al. Yeah. So, Making him the emperor. In essence, yes. Which is awesome. I know. And so I get up there, and he's very sweet. He shakes my hand. And he looks at the tags. We had to write our names very clearly. So Weird Al got to stare at my left breast. That's which awesome. is pretty odd. That's, that's, the, that's the better one. That's the better one, yeah. from what I've been told. Yeah. What I've been told. Good planning um, on your part. Yeah, yeah. Good planning. Um. So anyway, he's like writing because we got posters. We got a lot of swag. Nice. We got a t-shirt swag. We got uh, trading cards. We got a VIP badge, hangy badge thing, and a poster. Wow. And he signed the poster for us there. Pre-signed or signed no, in front? Right oh, there in front of you, that. so he could customize it if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes, uh, like I go, hey, um, that was super cool that you did that um, that mighty Boosh reference. And he goes, oh, you were the one yelling in the front row. I go, yeah, that was me. <laughs> so now mighty Boosh. For our listener, uh-huh. that guy, yeah, um, British comedy duo, kind of psychedelic, yeah, absurdist. Right, an episode, and you got to get with me on sadly it. Sadly enough, I can't. Say yeah, you got to get with me on it. it. Yeah. Past the second episode, you're gonna go, yeah, okay. Trust me on this, because the first couple episodes, you're like, oh, because you're trying to get used to them. Anyway, uh, Noel well, Fielding, and I wasn't high, so go on. Well, there's that. Noel Fielding, uh, Julian Barrett, lovely man. And anyway, they do this thing called crimping in one episode. Crimping is kind of their version of rapping, mm-hmm. but it's not musical. It's more spoken wordish, and it goes like this, and da 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 because they were going crimpity crimpity, yeah yeah yeah, crimpity crimpity. That's part of Bonnie Boosh. Uh-huh. That whole end was a crimp that they did. Okay. Yeah. So I, I told him that, and he was like, "Oh, you're the one." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, we connected with that." And then you know, I said, "You um, do you like work out eight hours a day?" Because you saw it. He looks amazing. He looks amazing. His shit was never stopping. He was moving constantly. There yeah. was no intermission. Right. It was just go, 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 go. And he's like 54. Yeah, he's a couple years older than I am. So he uh, he said, no, the only exercise I get is doing the show. And there was a beat pause, and I went, man, i got to get famous. And he starts laughing. i go, i got to drop quick 60. And he started laughing. So I made oh. weird Al laugh, point one, point two, got him to stare at my left tit. It was a good day. You want me to kill you now so you don't have a downside yeah, after this? Yeah, right, because driving home, something shitty's going to happen. Oh, is that? I mean, right? You get but to that high point, you don't want to come back I down. I was riding that Al Cloud for days. Yeah, yeah. To make Weird Al Yankovic laugh. That's... Okay? Tangent, a friend of mine who is like captain lighting and sound. Okay. Um, currently works in the Majestic. Okay. Was doing, I think, the electronic show in Vegas. 
Oh, what, uh, I want to say. Yes, yes, Arland. Yeah. Shout out to Arland. Doing the show we're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love Arland. He's taller than me. That makes me feel good because I can actually look slightly up to someone else. There you go. Anyway. Um, Crazy talented dude, too. Very much so. Yeah, we're doing uh, uh, a little show for Paul and Harriet, the uh, Queen Anne, Queen yes. of Lean Anne. Yes. Beauty Queen. It's some weird fucked up depressing Irish, Irish weirdo, thing. Yeah. yeah, heavy duty. Yeah. Yeah, She's been yeah we're doing this. I'm doing the set. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got to get that in there. But anyway, mm. a little Rick and Morty for you. There you go. For, for that one listener who knows who Rick and Morty is. I know who that is. I already know, Brandon knows Okay, you're back. Anyway, way tangenty bad. But anyway, Arlen was telling me that, um, and I'm probably going to get the venue wrong. I apologize, Arlen. But he was at a random show he was working. And apparently Gene Simmons was doing his shtick before at this. He was doing, I don't know, speaking at this show or something. And Weird Al was supposed to be up after him. Uh-huh. Gene Simmons ran over and wouldn't stop talking. So Weird Al <laughs> That's not the his, Gene Simmons I know. And Weird Al and his wife. Go to kiss.com. <laughs> we're in the green room. Came in the green room where Arlen and them were sitting. He goes, can we come in here and sit with you guys? Because I guess it's going to take a while. Al? Yes! Yes, and his wife wow. sat with Arlen. And he said he was the coolest guy. Oh, yeah. And was kind of pissed off at Gene Simmons, to be honest. I yeah. can't imagine Al being pissed, but I kind of like that because it makes him like he's human. He's a human being, yeah. Yeah. Not just all pure nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is super. He's just got this really cool, cool, like, I want to buy him things and just give them to him. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, do you know anything about his wife? or She's gorgeous. Oh. And his daughter is beautiful. Okay. It's then. just a gorgeous family. They have this wonderful ad. Have you heard the the, the no hate ads? Have you seen those Mm-mm. on the Facebook? Brendan, you have. Have you? No. You're young. Come on. <laughs> I gave you an in right there. You're young yeah. in Facebook. I don't, I don't really do. First rule of improv, oh. yes and. Not yes like and. That, yeah, but... Yes and. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy's like. And then the second rule, you cannot talk about improv. <laughs> Who is this bitch? Anyway. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the Facebook. Uh, beautiful people. And oh, Facebook the no hate. There's a hating. no hate campaign. It's all about hating. And <laughs> there's a no hate campaign where um, the aesthetics are like a white shirt, white background kind of thing, and you have this like. Oh, I see. It's white power. Yeah, tape over your face? The tape over the mouth that says "no hate" and it's uh, for bullying against gay gay people, gay kids. No hating. No hating if you're white. Is that what it's saying? No. <laughs> you're destroying a good moment. I need you to fuck off. Oh, sorry. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on the next train to fuck off down. But no, he did like one of the no hate promos. Okay. It was he and his wife and his, his lovely daughter. And is I'm she like, a civilian, his wife, or is she one of these Hollywood people, or do you know? I have never seen her before, so I, she's a civilian. Okay. They've been together a long time. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. She, he's in the same uh, band as like uh, Ricky Gervais, has been with his girlfriend for 20 some odd, 25 years. Put a ring on that, Ricky. Come on now. Yeah, right. Um, and who else? Uh, God, uh, Carl Pilkington's been with his girlfriend for 20 years. <laughs> Except for when he talked about her, the hippo walking out. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, anyway, that was our Weird Al episode. Yeah. I guess you want to call it. I don't know. I That's reasonable. He's in my harem. We'll talk about harems on the next episode because I have a harem I'm collecting. There we go. Of fabulous men. Well, then. Right. I say we call that uh, episode whatever we are at now. And, uh, there it is. That is the Tangent Lounge. Woo!